You know when you're out with your friends and they all order beer and then you look insane when you don't want any beer? I mean, no offense to any of my friends out there, but I'm not a crazy obsessed beer drinker. I mean, once in a while, but I don't really love it. But I did recently try Bud Light Seltzer. It's not beer. It's a hard seltzer from Bud Light. Finally, there's something I can drink when everyone else is having a beer. Bud Light Seltzer's 5% alcohol, 100 calories, and it comes in four flavors. There's strawberry, lemon lime, mango, and my go-to black cherry. They're all super refreshing and perfect when I want something with a little more kick than just sparkling water. You know what I'm saying? Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. to the Jillian Michael show word John Carlos in the studio today no you know why because I missed you really I appreciate you putting on this outfit today my outfit yep you know what I have to admit I'm wearing the same I'm wearing the same pants but I did try and uh, I wore a little bit of lace (laughs) You've gussied up. Mm-hmm. I've gussied up. I wore fancy shoes. Do you like the Do you like the pieces of lettuce in my teeth? <laughs> Want to give me a little kiss? No. <laughs> Plus, it's it's very spelt right now. Yeah, very. Yeah, Bonds is in that. the studio as well. Mm-hmm. Are you Are you getting some manis? No, no, I'm not. But you know what? I don't think that's the truth, G. I don't no. think so either. She's got pep in her step. No, it's <laughs> a pep in her step. <clears throat> no, nothing's happening. Manis. Hey, you know what I wanted to bring up though. Now that we're since we're talking about pep in my step, is they're going to start trying to uh, flog this in the United States of America, the pink Viagra, which is it's it's bunk. They're calling it. They're calling it. It's being this called. What, the, this is what you want. This is you. This, you're so I do, you're so excited about this. You want to open the show with it? Well, I don't know about open the show, but I guess we're we're here now. Oh, pink it's called, Viagra. It's called the billion dollar lemon of a purchase. A pill for a fake disease manufactured by the drug companies, and I know you. Oh yeah, have but had that's old news. Yes, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, what's the disease that we have? Well, they're calling it a uh, hypoactive sexual desire disorder (HSDD). Stop it! Mm-hmm. Shut yeah. up! You know what I say? I Wait, say hypo, it's bunk. hypoactive sexual hypoactive disorder. sexual desire disorder. So, meaning you don't want to have sex? Pretty well. There's a reason you don't want to have sex. Now, there, for for women, though, there's always been many reasons why you don't want to have sex. PCOS, stress. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, there's all kinds of things. But I think it's because yeah. your partner sucks. Whoa. I agree with you. I don't think it's because they're calling Do you it... have any of your ladies had hyposexual desire disorder? No. Well, then. I, then... I think say... it's an age thing, too. Do you? How do you mean? Why? Well, I'm in my 40s, early 40s, so I have not, you know, I was married for 10 years, so I was not really in a situation where intimacy was an issue. And prior to that, I, I never had a woman say, I don't want to have. Yeah, there are women that will say to you, I'm not feeling well, my stomach hurts, or, you know, I want to have sex even though I'm on my period. I mean, there's a whole host of stuff, right? But I've never heard, come across that yet. You haven't? No. Someone's saying... Jake, you? Yeah, but there no. are a lot of women that, like, like for example... Um, 
a friend of mine, oh, for God's sake, I'm rolling over my computer cord. So, hold on. A friend of mine um, was complaining because the girlfriend didn't want to have sex all the time, and the girlfriend just lost her mom. Mm. Exactly. And I was like, dude, settle down. You know, oh my God. And she's, she was like, look, I'm depressed. You know, I'm yeah. not in the mood. And yeah. I, I think that women are affected by that. So stress is a big one. I know that for yeah, men. Yeah, for men, I mean, stress, stress definitely is, is a huge like, factor yeah. in a guy not wanting to have sex. It's just... Or just not being on the mind. Yeah. Right. Not being a priority. But Absolutely. that's what you don't want to. It's just not like, oh, I feel, you know... But I will say... I'm freezing. I will say... And Jake, you can back me up on this. Freezing me out of the room again. I might not want to have sex with you, but I'll still. Off. Oh, I think I know what that's Damn. about for you, though. Relatable. <laughs> I've, I know what that's I've been about. there. Yeah, that uh, that's a performance. Yeah, but that's just a, no. I think that that is that you the... are just like, oh, I can't like have to be the big man, put on the airs, be the big daddy, go through the motions, perform. That's why I relate so well yeah. to Jillian. She gets us because it's exhausting. She it's understands. Ex- she totally gets no, it. I've been there. Yeah. It's, it's so tiring. I totally get it. That's why, because it's like you don't have to take care of anybody or put on a show or be great in bed. That's exhausting sometimes. It really is. There's so much pressure to be good in bed. And it's like, who said, like, Chloe the other day was like, oh, something, something, three, it's three hours. And I, I, I was like, who in the world wants to have sex for three hours, Chloe? Ugh. I would want, I'm like, yes. why would you want to have sex for three hours? Like, at what point is like, your jaw numb, your stuff raw, your business tired. Wow, things are. Boy, haven't you painted? Haven't you painted? Three hours? I mean, oh my god, I want to go to the gym, not for three hours. It's like it's like drug induced. Oh my god, and it's like. But then you're like, is there something wrong with me that three hours sounds like a hell ride? Like, do you know what I, I feel like? It's just. There's so much pressure that if you're not super sexual and always on fire and I, I, your libido's all fuego and you're... But don't you think women's sexuality is far more complex than men's sexuality? Yeah. And the thing is, is that Viagra for men works on... It's a physical thing. It gets the it, it's, business it, up It in goes the to your plumbing. Whereas this pink Viagra, what they're saying is it go, it's going to the women's brain. Like it's working on the... It's got nothing. That's what I mean. It's like it's such a it's such BS, and women are going to buy it because they're being pressured to say that's are being you? pressured. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So they're going to buy this stupid pill that makes you like. I agree with you. There is a ton of pressure, but there's pressure on both sides. Yeah. I feel like there's pressure for God. Like, honest to God, like I often have wondered because, in truth, in in same sex couples, with men at least, there's like the top, the bottom, right? Well, with with lesbians. It's more like who's more aggressive and who's going to be the desirer and who's going to be the desired. Or the lazy bottom in the this case. Bottom. Or the lazy top. And, and then lazy I think top. sometimes like for men, I'm like, God, that must be tiring because I sometimes find it tiring. I know that I found it tiring in relationships throughout the years. Where I'm like, oh, my God, now I have to like sometimes, you know, you, you, you like it's tiring. And I think men feel the need to be like, hold on. You, uh, you, Make the person feel sexy. Make the person feel wanted. Make the person feel desired. Be uber sexual and hyper. It's tiring. And sometimes it's like it's a lot of pressure on both sides. I, I believe that. Especially after time when you're like, oh, you're not having enough sex. You're not having as much sex. The sex isn't as good. What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? And it's like, dude, it's tiring. It's a lot. And I think that's where this pill has a perfect entrance point. So Janice, yeah, are you on it? No, no, I'm just. You know, ah, gee, but you know change. how much it costs? They're saying it. Um, no it's called Addy. 
Adi Adi or whatever. I don't even want to say the name of it because it's such bunk. Eight hundred bucks a month. Oh, is that one a day? Eight hundred wow. bucks a month. Who can yeah. afford that? I know, and you and women can't drink. All I'm saying is is that women you know can't what? drink. You can't drink on it either. Uh, who can afford eight hundred dollars a month? I know. But it, but that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't pay that. But 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 it, but it will sell. I'm serious. If you were like, it's perfectly safe, and you, oh my god, you'll have the best sex of your life. All right, let like, me see if I can find some samples of it. Eight hundred dollars, and month? Janice will get you some. Oh God, no! I don't want something playing with my brain to walk around with my. What my, are the side effects? This is my favorite. Out? Gee, gee, Google the side effects of it. Yeah. My junk hanging out. I know, but talk to me, old girl. Well, it's just I. Bonds wants to have the pill. Drowsiness, low blood pressure, fainting, nausea, dizziness. Yeah, I need to faint. Perfect for sex. I need to faint. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, wow. Low blood pressure. (laughs) Drowsiness. Dizziness. Now you're horny and you're just like, ah, I'm tired. It's a roofie, basically. You've roofied yourself. (laughs) You know what? In a way, in in a way, if if it's going to your, your, you know, what are you... I don't know. The receptors in your brain that makes you want... Want sex? I doubt that it does. I'm sure it's placebo. Do you think, Mama? Who for years they've all oh, rhino horn? There's no such with you know all Viagra is is it? It's a it's a um oh my god, blood pressure, blood, increased blood flow. Yeah, that's Hence it. the reason Viagra I- doesn't make you. Um, want sex want more. sex yeah, it or it doesn't get the, you it just aroused it just uh, to Jill's point it just creates more blood flow yeah right. to, it, it, to maintain a harder longer possibly erection yeah so <clears throat> anyway I'm just the only reason I bring it up is I think, I think she so should much get on. pressure uh, I'm, I think so too would you do it if I get you some samples well, what, why on earth would I do it what, what am I going to walk fun. around just for fun yeah, yeah. I just want to see what happens over you don't the drink of the day. so that's perfect yeah. yeah I don't drink so you could just pop it and go out or and see what happens do you no, or do I and you could go out and be a floozy <laughs> I'll give it a run then. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get that. There's so many paths to finding your family story, but whether you're tracing them generations back with a family tree or uncovering your ethnicity with ancestry DNA, it's easy to get started with ancestry. Ancestry DNA can tell you your ethnic origins and give you historical details to bring your family stories to life. And it doesn't just tell you what countries you're from, it can also pinpoint the specific regions. I was pretty sure I knew where my grandparents were from and now that I've confirmed it with an ancestry DNA test, I wanna see how many generations back I can go. It was super easy to do. I got my kit, sent in my saliva sample and they sent me my results. Give it a try. Start exploring your family story today. Simply head to my URL at Ancestry.com slash Jillian to get your Ancestry DNA kit and start your free trial. That's an Ancestry DNA kit and a free trial at Ancestry.com slash Jillian. One more time, guys. It's Ancestry.com slash Jillian. interesting. I was reading a study the other day and it talked about how just one healthy meal a day, cleaning up one meal a day, just one out of the three or presumably four, including a snack that you consume over the course of your day can make a dramatic impact 
on your longevity. So listen to this. The good news is that adding in any amount of healthy foods may help lower the risk of early death. Improving diet by just 20% was linked to an 8 to 17% lower risk of premature death. Nicole, there's hope for you. So wait, are you saying if I swap out the extra cheese on my pizza for like cauliflower, it's better? Wait, yeah, but that's, that's gross. Why would you put cauliflower on your pizza? Well, I mean, just maybe I could put cheesy cauliflower on my pizza. Grosser. But yeah, I would more prefer like maybe let's say for breakfast you did egg whites and whole grain toast instead. You can actually have a whole egg. You've got room for those calories. Also, I heard that the benefits of egg whites... Um, egg whites are just lean, clean protein, low calories. Right, but the benefits of egg whites and the benefits of egg yolks only work if they are put in, like, combination. That's... Who in the world told you I that? think I listened to it on the radio, but I can't remember which one. This is such a millennial thing to do. I read it somewhere. No, 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 I think I, I heard no, it. No, really, no. Yeah. I heard it somewhere. Yeah. I read it somewhere. I saw it on the internet. Yeah, but before I actually put it into action, I'm asking you... If it's legit. No. Why would it be legit? So if there is something to be said about food combinations that we don't fully understand, but egg whites are just lean protein. Lean protein is lean protein. So it's not like your body's not consuming lean protein if you don't have the fat from the egg yolk. So what is just if I just eat egg yolk? If you just eat egg yolk and it's grass, like, or not grass, that's right. If it's from chickens that are free range, that eat bugs and weeds and things of that nature, then it's filled with healthy fats. It actually helps to lower your bad cholesterol, your LDL, because it has higher levels of HDL. Now, if it's chickens that are fed genetically modified corn and soy that's sprayed with pesticides and what have you, then the fat in the egg yolk is bad. But that has to do with food quality, not food combination. You gotcha. Me? I gotcha. Yes. So my yes. brother just texted and said, do you want a burrito? His treat. He's going to come by the, the studio. I do love me a good burrito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell him a veggie burrito. For you? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Anyway, as I was saying, oh wait, you're supposed to clean up this meal. You can have a salad. But my meals are clean. What if I put it lettuce well, in the burrito? Eating twenty percent more of unhealthy foods, in contrast, contributed to a six to twelve percent increased risk in death. So you could eat this and die. Oh wait, is he going to that organic burrito spot? Let me ask. Yeah, because then that that could make a big difference. Yeah, but Nicole, that's what it says. Even cleaning up one meal a day seems to help. Swapping out one serving of processed meat with healthier, lean, organic proteins. Right? Let's think of this. Going instead of like sugar cereal pastries at the local coffee shop, you could have like organic Greek yogurt and berries. Okay, what if I swap out... One meal. That's an easy thing to commit to, I think. I agree, I agree. But what if I swap out my everything bagel from a coffee shop mm-hmm. to an organic everything bagel. It will, I think the point of this is every little bit makes a difference. And people, especially in America, or I'll say the Western world, but very much so here in this country, get wrapped up in all or nothing. It's like, well, I can't do it all, so I'm not going to do anything. Well, I can't go to the gym forever, and I don't have time, so I'm not going to do anything. And I've, I've definitely taking a step back off that where I think every step in the right direction counts. And this study is really proof of that. Right, because I feel, feel like that's the difference of one brownie or one pan of brownies. Uh, 
No, it's, uh, no, no. It's like the difference of like, if you have only 10 minutes to work out when really 30 is ideal, but at least you did 10. Then I can have a brownie. No. What are you doing? Where's Janice? Tell her to get back in the studio. Ugh. Okay, babes, listen up. You can stop worrying that coloring your hair might damage it because Madison Reed's at-home hair color is made with ingredients you can feel good about. That means no more ammonia, no more parabens, phthalates, and no PPD, SLS, or gluten. Madison Reed hair color is infused with argon oil, keratin, and ginseng root extract so you get shiny, healthy-looking hair right at home. And Madison Reed makes it easy to find your perfect shade with their online color quiz. And what's really cool is you can actually try on the different shades with their hair color tool to see how you'll look and find your favorite. Get ammonia-free, multi-tonal hair color delivered to your door for less than $25 at madison-reed.com. And use my promo code Jillian and you'll get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Again, my promo code is Jillian. Visit madison-reed.com now to find your perfect shade. That's madison-reed.com. Nicole, do you have a segment? I or, do have a segment. I mean, are you, because you said you wanted to do one. Well, I do, I do. And I feel like <sighs> you will fully appreciate this one. But I found an article in Men's Health mm-hmm. that says this new beer claims it'll boost your immunity and improve your gut health. Beer? Beer. I can see it. I can see it. I don't know about gut health. Well, you know what? They're all these bre- Okay, all right. I'm I'm buying in. All right. So they infuse probiotics. Jill, aren't you always telling us all to take probiotics? I am. But what's the beer appeal? What does this beer do? This just means you're going to drink your beer and stay regular. Aren't probiotics what goes in yogurt? Yeah. 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 But the best part is in that same article. Oh, it's naturally occurring in yogurt, right? It's bacteria. Healthy, supposedly good for you, bacteria. Pro. Yeah, go on, Nicole. So the, in this article, it also gave me a link to 10 reasons to have a beer right now. And I say, hey, I only need one. But <sighs> I will tell you what they are. Okay. First of all, it protects your heart. This particular beer or beer in general? Beer in general does. This is now beer in general. Okay. okay. I'm going right. to okay. be very open-minded here. Okay. 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 I appreciate that, yeah. Janice. Okay. Researchers have found that a moderate beer drinkers had... 42% lower risk of heart disease compared to non-drinkers. So, for maximum protection, keep your consumption up to one pint, around 5% alcohol by volume, per day. Per day. Drink a pint of beer a day. Okay. They're kind of following the same as the red wine theory. Mm. Right. Exactly. It was okay. along those lines. Um, and benefit number two, it makes you think like a genius. Mm. Oh come on! I've you know what? When mm. I had, was in my uh, in my cups, mm. I used to sit in bars and think I was Dylan Thomas and write poetry on the back of uh, <laughs> placemats. So I don't know if it. And then I'd read it the next day, and it was like I go, I wake up and go, and it'd be like the goose has a grasshopper friend named Potinga. 
Well, okay. it was like I feel off like the you chart. Were, you were probably imbibing a little bit more than yes. they are telling us to. They but, said that a man with a blood alcohol uh, content uh, of point zero seven eight yeah. were able to solve like bar problems and riddles faster than their sober counterparts. I don't believe it. Yeah, that I don't buy it. That one's uh, okay. I so, don't buy it. So caffeine, I it yes. Ha- I think it has caffeine to do. Caffeine has with, a telescoping effect. I think it has to do the with beer. Like, I don't like think the so. Inhibition, uh, like it's you're lacking the inhibition. You're like relax and your your juices flow. No, man, beer makes you fat. <laughs> it does. <laughs> That's the end of the segment. Okay, yeah. what's the I have a segment about bulking up. <laughs> what's the yeah, well, this Oh, work. Nicole's still going. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, it, it also is claiming that it can prevent type 2 diabetes. No. Oh. Yeah. Baloney. It, it's telling you that it's no. good for your kidneys. Oh, my God. You just don't like any of this. Beer is good for your kidneys. Yes. No. Oh, my no. God. No. It taxes the crap what's, out of your liver and your kidney. What's number six? Oh, oh, you want number six? Yeah. Okay. We're How get... is it doing that? How it is gives it... you an instant <sighs> confidence boost. Oh, my God. An instant confidence boost. It gives you false confidence. Exactly. You felt so good when you were dancing. Oh yeah, we're good. Yeah. Jake's shitty. Okay. Um, okay, well, here's Guys, number seven. It's do clean. you realize this whole month Jake has had diarrhea? Tell them why, Janice. Uh, she probably drank some of Nicole's beer last night with his Mongolian barbecue. Yeah. Well, I did have beer with my barbecue. Stretching my hip flexors. Don't mind me. Is this he number eight? To see clearer because it says a Guinness uh. a day could keep the eye doctor away. And this is a Canadian researcher found that one daily beer, especially a lager or a stout, increases antioxidant activity that can stop cataracts from forming in the eyes. So can carrots. <laughs> <laughs> Carrots don't boost confidence, too. No, false confidence. Okay, what is there another uh, one? The, another one says it actually lowers your blood pressure. Is that true? Oh, lowers your blood pressure? Mm-hmm. It says in one uh, study, Harvard researchers found that moderate yeah, I, beer drinkers... But look, if, what's going to lower your blood pressure? I mean... Being calm. Calm. And it so. relaxes you. So I like get that, hyped when so, I drink. So that's what I mean. That's why these studies are so funky because they're saying, oh, oh, it's a beer. Oh, my God. That brings me to something. A study. Oh, I have another segment. Okay. Go All on, right. Is there another one, Nicole? Go on, old girl. The last one is preventing a fracture. Excuse me? Yeah. Hmm. It's saying beer benefit number 10 can prevent a fracture. You know, they say that, they've said that for years that if you got in a car, God forbid you're driving, but right. if you were a passenger in a car and you were drunk, that you would uh. probably not get hurt as badly. Because you would you're be like, relaxed. But yeah. this has nothing to do with your relaxation. It says nasty breaks from drunken debauchery aside, a couple beers a day could actually strengthen your bones, according to a study at Tufts University. Guys who stuck. So could spinach. Guys who stuck one or two brews had up to 4.5% greater bone density than non-drinkers. So, it's supposed to improve your bone density. Nicole, I don't know. Hey, this is on men's health, so it's like, it's Yeah, legit. so it's got to be true. Right? No, I think what I find so intriguing about these is that it's always like, let's find a way to make drinking beer positive. I agree. I so just we'll say, find, say it oh, with a smile. Study oh, funded God. by Anaheuser Busch. Boom ski. Boom a lot of moose. <laughs> boom dilly boompus. All right, we're back, and uh, Carly, I believe. 
oh. is looking for the doctor. Oh. Well, who isn't looking for yes. the doctor? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Carly, this is the Hello. love doctor. Uh, Carly, my uh, RN is in the office today. Um, oh, yes. RN Chersage <laughs> happens to be here. What's an RN? What's up? It's a registered nurse. Uh, my RN is here, and uh, he's also here to help. Um, he's, he's, he's my understudy. Yeah. Uh, and, and John uh, Carlo knows love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows love. He Inside does. and out. Excellent. I need all the help I can get. What's going on, buddy? Um, so about a month ago, um, my first boyfriend, first love, and pretty much like first for everything, um, broke up with me, and it was both like a big shock um, and yet kind of inevitable at the same time, you know, a stupid fight that turned into a bigger issue. And... Um, I have gone through a lot of changes in my life in the last couple of years, and um, I found myself becoming very kind of dependent on him. Um, and like I wanted to be a professional horseback rider my entire life, and I decided no, I want to do that. Like it's my hobby, and so I'm in grad school, and I moved out of my parents' house. And you know, I'm 25, so I feel like I was kind of delayed in this whole growing up phase and um i hadn't dated at all and then like i felt like after a bunch of stuff had like gone wrong the last couple of years finding this guy um felt like such a reward and we were two very different people that just had very different value systems and sounds you know, like I a lot of people of, yeah yeah um i loved him like more than anything and would have done would have continued to have done anything to make it work um and i mean i saw forever with this guy and i you know looked to him for some support he would always say like oh, wait, i refuse sweet, sweetheart, to validate sweetheart. your feelings hold hold Sorry. on a second hold on first i want to know what's your question i just I'm asking you this because I'm I want to know to what you're struggling with other than a breakup. Like, what's your question? How to move on okay. and how to want to move on because okay. I'm terrified. What are you afraid of? Um, I'm afraid of losing a person that was very close to me and afraid of being abandoned and disposed of um okay afraid so, of not finding love again and okay not, okay and, so listen listen yeah you're already in it sweetie there's no undoing where you're at you're you're exactly where you were afraid to be i mean it sounds like everything you're afraid of you're there and feeling not that you're disposable yeah. but you feel disposed of you feel mm -hmm. abandoned, and it sounds like he ended the relationship, for better or for worse. doesn't matter even why right now. Um, it sounds yeah. like everything you're afraid of, you're in. A am I wrong? Oh, not, not finding love again, other than that. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. So I remember I had this conversation with a contestant once who was like, I'm afraid of this, I'm afraid of that. I'm like, welcome to the Rock Bottom Cafe. Everything yeah. that you're saying to me, you're already there. So... You don't need to be afraid of going there. You're there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what, the reason I'm telling you this is because you can let the fear part go. You've arrived. 
So now my answer to you would be find out what's here for you. Do a little exploration. Because, sweetheart, I, I mean, the lessons that the pain and the loss and the journey bring are there to make you wiser, smarter, stronger, more independent, and find a healthier relationship in the future. But mm -hmm. you can forget about the fear. You're there. You've arrived. Mm -hmm. You're in the abandonment free fall. You're in it. If you start to feel... And, and, you know, I could, don't get me wrong, I'm just saying, if worst case scenario, you're like, I've fallen into, I'm having a nervous breakdown, I've fallen into a clinical depression, I'm feeling suicidal, which can, mm -hmm. by the way, can happen. And yeah. you wouldn't be the first one to feel that way. Um, I've been there in my life before. And you go to a psychiatrist and you say, I am in a clinical depression, I'm having a hard time functioning, and I honestly feel like I don't want to live anymore, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. and you get on medication to help mm -hmm. carry you through it. I'm just telling you, like, I'm going to lay out your worst case scenario because I want you to know that you, A, will survive it, B, will become better because of it, and C, have already arrived and are currently tolerating it. Okay? Yeah, and I'm I'm seeing a, um, a, a counselor and on the drugs and stuff, so I'm like, I'm... I knew right away that, like, okay, I need help in dealing with this, and that's just how to get my head and my heart on the same page. And no, you know, just... no, that this is beyond. How long were you with this guy? Um, almost a year and a half. Okay, a friend of mine, a friend of mine, um, recent is just in the middle of going through a breakup, and dude, I mean, she was describing to me this breakup. And it was like, I threw my arms around her and I begged her not to leave me and all. And I was like, honey, this is not about the breakup. Like, this is deep, like historical, you know, this is, you're talking about a very primal abandonment that this yeah. has triggered for you. And, yeah. and that's the work that you're going to need to do um, yeah. with a good therapist um, mm -hmm. you know, and if it's like, I don't have the money, then you, you go and you see somebody getting hours. There are people getting their PhD that have to take what's mm -hmm. called an sand, um, which is somebody mm -hmm. who goes into analysis at a very, very discounted rate. So the person who already has their master's can get their PhD. Mm -hmm. Um, and as we discussed, if you're starting to feel like beyond dark, you get some pharmacological help and there is mm -hmm. absolutely no shame in that dude. Sometimes, and by the way, the brain chemistry becomes a vicious cycle. So if, yeah. you, if you fall into a place where you are biochemically depressed, you, mm -hmm. you, you need something to help you break that, that yeah. biochemical chain. There's no shame in that. I've been there mm -hmm. twice in my life, both in a crisis. Once when I was 27 and once last year. It was such a mm -hmm. horrible year. I was like, all right, you know what? <laughs> This is not good. Like I, yeah. I am, I'm in a, and I, I was like, I am in a really not a good headspace and I have kids and I, I need, and you know, and it, I went on a very, very low dose of Zoloft, just 50 milligrams a day. Mm -hmm. And it took, I had to work my way up from 25 cause I was feeling a little sick on 25. Mm -hmm. I worked my way to 50 and I stabilized my brain chemistry. Then mm -hmm. from there I was better equipped to deal with everything that was going on. Yeah. And it was just like, it was so much, honey. It was, 
it was really primal for me. It wasn't a breakup, but it was like, okay, you know, the future that I saw for our business of growing into this and that and the other is not going to happen. And having to, you mm-hmm. know, I, I always thought like, oh, I would get this daytime show and I would have this legacy and this confidence and my career would look like this. And it just all fell apart last year. And now, yeah. you know, Gina and Giancarlo went through the same thing. We were both like, what the hell? And it just, it threw us both so deeply. And he was going through a, a divorce and just, and there are times where you need help. And the reason I'm telling you this is because I don't want, Or anybody listening for that matter, not just you, for the people listening who who Mm -hmm. may be feeling the way you feel like when you need help, you need help. If you need if you Mm -hmm. need some pharmacological help for a little while, then you need it. And there is no Mm -hmm. shame in that. You get the help. You need to stabilize yourself to start doing the deeper work and start grieving, you know, the abandonment and the feelings that you're having. Because, sweetheart, you feel disposable. You feel that way. Doesn't mean you are. You are feeling disposable. A friend of mine was like, well, she made me feel I've never felt so worthless. I've never felt so uncared for. I'm like, honey, you feel this way. Nobody can make you. You feel this way. And you have for years. And that's why you attracted somebody who was emotionally unavailable. And you thought that if you did X, Y, and Z, then, then, you know, you could, you could make them emotionally available and heal your old wounds. So... I'm telling you that what you need to go through is going to be painful. It is going to suck, but it's part of your journey into, into, you know, adulthood, your evolution Mm -hmm. as a human being. Um, and you'll get through it, honey. And when you come through the other side, you'll see in the future, the person you meet will be better for you. Might not be perfect. Might not always work out. You guys might outgrow each other as well. But mm-hmm. you'll have a deeper, richer relationship, a deeper, richer career, more faith in your ability to tolerate loss and hardship because life is full of that and disappointment, yeah. horrible disappointment and heartbreak, sweetie. I'm so afraid of him becoming a person of my past because I, even though we are so fundamentally different, you know, I loved him and I, you know, made a choice that like I love this guy and I'm gonna do anything and everything to make it work and you know I want to know him um and I know he wants to know me but like I don't know how to do that right now and I don't you know shouldn't. if I'll ever be able you should not no the, the inclination in a breakup is to like <sighs> What can I change? What can they change? What can we do? Is there hope? When in truth, a a breakup is like, you know what? We should both go to our corners and work on our individual issues. Yeah. And, and that's the, that's the reality, sweetheart. Like, oh my God. I mean, for Heidi and I, Heidi, I remind her of her parents and she reminds me of my mom. And there's nothing that we can do in these kinds of instances. I mean, there comes a point as a couple where it's like, okay, you know what? You go to your corner. You deal with your mom stuff. I'm going to go to my corner. I'm going to deal with my mom stuff. Let's stop mm-hmm. taking this out on each other. Mm-hmm. And that's just, sweetheart, that's just relationships. It is. Yeah. And if it's meant to be, then it will be. Do you see? But there are times where it's like, you know, Heidi knows that there are things that she has to resolve within herself that aren't about me. I know there are things I have to resolve in myself that aren't about her. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, then it's like, all right, I'm going to deal with this alone. You deal with that alone. And then we'll deal with each other in the following mm-hmm. ways. We have kids, obviously. We've been together eight years. It's yeah. a little bit different. Yeah. But I'm saying for you right now, you, you, you need total space. Go to your corner. Total space. Mm-hmm. Go to your corner and look at what you're really feeling and where it's coming from and sit in it. Really do. Sit in it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm like, all right, this is coming. It's like a tidal wave of pain. And I wonder, you know, when I come through this forged in fire, that's what you'll be a little bit stronger, mm-hmm. a little bit tougher, a little bit more capable. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, again, life is full of like loss and pain and disappointment and hardship. But you got to tolerate that and live through that to get to the wins, the successes, the love, the friendship, the celebration. Mm-hmm. There's good yeah. and bad. Yeah. And you'll you'll get there, honey. But right now you're just you're sitting in a really difficult and dark place, and it will get better. But it's it's work that you'll have to do on your own. He's irrelevant right now. I let my identity be about him and my self-worth, you know, based on him, and um, that wasn't fair to either of us, and, you know, like I said earlier, we have very different value systems, like, I strongly believe in empathy and, you know, valuing people and relationships, and he believes that empathy is a flaw, and, you know, just, and I just didn't, didn't get it, and, sweetheart. you know, I tried to, sweetheart, you know, yeah. Do I really need to just repeat what you said back to you? Right. Coupled with, I'll do anything to make it work. Do I really need to do that? <laughs> really? He also likes to step on live puppies. Girl. Night, night. Yeah. Honey. Girl. Listen to me. <laughs> If I was standing in front of you, I'd smack you three times. One, two, three. Stop it! Oh my God, he sounds like a monster. Thank your lucky stars. Empathy is a flaw. Yeah, sweetheart. Holy cow! There should be a Carrie Underwood song right here now. Yeah, I took my bat and I smashed his truck, and then yes. I got up and crapped in his seat. I'm yeah, so it was something like that. I'm with Janice. He is not emotionally available for you. You need to look at why you've attracted somebody who is not emotionally available. Those are his things to work out in his corner. You mm-hmm. have your work, sweetheart. Do it. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> it will get better. Okay. All right. I hope so. Thank you, Carly. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time. Thank okay. you. Don't forget to email us your questions. We want to talk to you at JillianPodcast at gmail.com. Guidelines. Guidelines. Yes. Three sentences. Or less. Or less. And a phone number. And a phone number. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye.